you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Previously on the InFocus Show. Growing up around my um, my mom, my nonna, my aunties, things like that, everything has just been from what I've seen. Nothing's ever been written down. Um, yep. And because like, I come from two different regions, obviously, as well. You actually said, you know, you um, had a couple of things that have happened. Um, you know, you've, you've sort of come to this point in your life where your confidence improved and that sort of stuff. You're obviously a resilient person. I definitely am. Yes. And, definitely and very much. a lot of like history and background that's, and lessons that have probably um, brought you to that point, but also brought you to have a tattoo of such significance um, without necessarily going into detail, of course. Um, where are you at now in your life? I am at complete peace, to be honest. Yeah. I like there's a lot that I'm still working on. Um, that I have, you know, it's all like in the works. But yeah. uh, like as a person, like mentally, physically, spiritually, all of those things, I am very much at peace. I just the way that my mindset is now. Um, I've been really lucky to surround myself with people that have the mindset of just assuming that we have whatever we want already that anything is possible and that I have yeah. really uplifting friends really supportive friends we're all doing really well we're all you know motivating each other um and yeah now I just feel probably the happiest I've ever been just knowing that everything's going to be okay I've got a very different mindset to what I used to have um, yeah a lot of it is manifesting I'm very very big on that and I'm very yep. careful about the words that I speak to myself now every day, the things that I read, the content that I'm following. Um, I've done a very big detox of just anything that will, if it's not going to help me with my journey, it's not going to be there. So that's people, readings, books, all of those things around me now. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're um, in a really good place, actually. Yeah. And you've got a great network of people around you. Um and I remember um, like reading an article uh, where you said that basketball saved your life. Um, and I remember you and I actually spoke about this where I thought that particular statement just says so much. And and now you're on the Mojo, you know, NBA um, basketball podcast. Yeah. What's it like to continue to have this life-saving element in your life? I love this. I've, I love where basketball just continues to take me. Um, so, and I still feel like it's always saving my life. Like through basketball, I've made the most amazing friends. I've had really good opportunities. Um, there's always good and bad with everything. So, I, you know, I have met some people that weren't entirely good for my life and then others that have been. But, yeah, I'm really excited that I've gotten to this point now where I'm actually being able to speak on it, be more involved with mm-hmm. it. Um, cause I was like a bit of a, a time I probably took a bit of, not a break, but there was a time where I wasn't so heavily involved in basketball, um, just with yeah. life and busy people that I was with weren't into it as much and, um, things like that. So, uh, what kind of brought me back into it was 
um, I'd left a domestic violence relationship and I was at a pretty low point in my life. And I just always, I've always had that love for basketball and was always wanting to kind of go back out and, and be around it and just, you know, have that hobby. Um, and so when I got to that point, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go by myself. I need to get back out, out there and do things for myself and just have something else to focus on as well. So I started by going just back out to the NBL games here. Um, and just when I'm there, like, that's all I think about. I'm I'm just watching basketball. I'm just thinking about it. I've, just have nothing else on my mind and I started to just focus on that I started to go more people started to come with me I started to make friends in in the community and it was crazy how quickly I got sucked into the basketball community as well like before I knew it I just knew a lot more people and I was going things more regularly and the love that I like always had for it just grew stronger and stronger and then I as a person was just becoming better as well because I had something else to kind of focus on and motivate me because there is a lot like yeah. team sports and just the motivation of like sport in general um definitely just helped my mindset and like it's been it's taken a long time to get to where I am now um and I've always had that question of why do you like basketball so much like if you don't play if yeah. someone you know isn't playing there's always like everyone there seems to always need to be a reason for people for me to love it the way that I do I get that yeah, question yeah. all the time Um, so people always wondering like what's the real reason or am I dating someone in basketball am I you know um is there a reason why like what's brought me there what do I know about it like I get that question all the time so it's good that I'm just now I love the fact that I'm in a team of women as well Mm -hmm. like all of us um that come Mm -hmm. from different backgrounds that we get to talk about something that we love so much and like it's from here I just hope to get more and more involved and you know love to see where this can take me as well yeah, it's actually good to hear more women's voices when it comes to sport. I think for a long time, you know, several of our listeners, um, you know, for a long time in sports, even on television, it, it, it seems that, you know, a lot of female voices are missing um, from being part of the game in the main sort of the main arena and the prime time sort of, um, yeah. you know, slots. Uh, you said that you get this question quite a lot. Is there ever a time where you think to yourself, well, a man wouldn't get this question. Why am I getting it? Every day. And that, like, I've never, no one's ever questioned, you know, like my brother or my dad or whoever, why they love, you know, oh, why do you like it? Like, no one ever says, like, why do you have that jersey? Or why would you have so many basketball things to, to a guy? Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know if it's because of just the level that I'm at with how much I love it. That's why people ask or they expect me to I think people have a different view of a woman that likes sports and I don't fit that cut um you know so like I think that's what it comes down to as well um but it is very frustrating like I just think we're at that stage now where it shouldn't really be a question to ask like anybody I know other you know I know plenty of other women that love sport just as much as I do or want to go further in it and, and don't play have never played um That's right. but for some reason you, it's, there has to be another reason yeah it feels like you have to then continue to prove yourself That's it does feel like that a little bit um yeah. but I'm now I was having this conversation with someone yesterday funny enough I'm, I've gotten to the point where I just don't care now I'm like you know yeah. what this is what I do this is what I love if you, you can't see for yourself 
why I'm doing it, then, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if you love something that much, you know everything there is to know about it. And, yeah. you know, you want to be the, the voice and the ambassador for it. So, look, I think if you're, you're helping to get people involved in the game, if you're, you know, speaking with such passion, your passion will obviously reflect on others. And yeah. you've got a lot of that. You've got a lot of strength. You're very resilient. I mean, like, I've got to say, like, speaking to you, um, Kat, you've, you've said, I mean, we've gone through an entire range of things. But, I mean, I cannot fault you for your passion. Absolutely. you're very driven which is great and I love the fact that um you know there's so much about you like there's this very rich sort of tapestry of life experience you know like observation um that that really does come through um you know hearing you speak um what about your future what are you sort of looking towards for your future uh, at the moment any particular aspirations or, or things like that um you know where do you want to be in five years 10 years. This is not a, this is not a job interview question. Yes, it feels like that, doesn't it? I think, (laughs) you know, obviously, um, I feel like the next greatest, I would always love to keep traveling. Um, I've just been really lucky to have traveled so far. I've been to about 30 countries, which is why I probably learned. So I feel like I have a lot of those experiences have also shaped me as well, like with places that I've been. So I would, yeah, I just really want to keep traveling as well um and then I feel like the next the you know for a personal thing the next greatest achievement I could have is have my own family so that's yeah. like the one thing that I don't have yet um and I know that's what I'd be looking forward to in the future for sure there's no rush well maybe there is who knows but I'm not like actively out there looking for it um mm-hmm. but that's you know personally I feel like that's the next greatest thing I could achieve because I've done so many things that I already wanted to um which won't stop me from you know there's always more that's to come but that's probably the biggest thing in my mind and then just in terms of um work and things like that like I you know want to get our businesses going really well have them to a point where you know we don't even need to be physically in them we're just they're all moving on their own there's something for like my kids to take over Yeah. yeah um and then always find I just like I love to just keep finding other ways that I can, you know, have an income, things like that. I've got friends that I'm working on ideas with at the moment that we're looking into doing our own business. And um, and then, yeah, in terms of, like, the podcast and things like that, like, I would love to eventually get into talking about the local leagues around here as well and, and okay. maybe being more involved with, like, NBL1 because um, I, I spend a lot of time around it. So when the season's on, like, I'm at games every weekend, I'm following everything that's going on. Um, and I just love like what it's doing for Australia as well. I love where it's going, like, yeah. where basketball is going, what NBL one is doing for basketball here, like, and then what it does for NBL and, and so forth. So yeah, I'd love to, um, you know, speak to more people about their experiences going overseas, coming to Australia, playing at this level, playing in Europe, you know, just have more of that as well instead of just NBA. Cause it is a, yeah. it's really when you speak to people that um, have played around the country and, and played overseas, like it is really interesting just to see where everyone's come from, like from college and where they go to and just that whole experience. So that's something I want to get into as well. Yeah, right. So who is your local team? It's Adelaide 36ers, is it? Yeah, so for NBL, we've got Adelaide 36ers. Um, so they, 
they're not doing as well at the moment than <laughs> than what they were a few years ago. But that's all right. There's always worried. an off season. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've got that, and then we've got the just the low. Like after that, we've got NBL One here, NBL One Central for where I am in Adelaide. Um. And then we have, we've got all those teams as well. So I haven't like fully pledged myself to. Well, there is there is a team that I like tend to go and watch the most because it's the closest. Um, but then my niece yeah. also played for another one, so I guess it's yeah. out of those two. If I had to like, but I haven't completely pledged to a team yet because I like to go. You're watch splitting your loyalty. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, like you're wearing a Lakers shirt because uh, yeah. anyone who's listening to this may not know that you're wearing a Lakers shirt. Obviously, mm-hmm. you are a Lakers fan. Um, obviously, your loyalty is not split <laughs> for, for the NBA. No, yeah. It does have, I mean, you probably see at the back, in the back, I've got a Jordan um, painting as well. And I've got a lot of, I do have a lot of Chicago Bulls fits as well and, and pieces, but that is, you can tell it's from the split of how I grew up. So starting with all that Chicago Bulls, the real 90s, um, they loving Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman, all of that. So they are big. There's that little soft spot. I have that little soft spot for Chicago Bulls still um, just from, you know, that era. But it is Lakers for me, for sure. Everything mm, Lakers, yeah. you know, especially with Kobe. Um, yeah. And just, you know, the vibe of the whole team. Um, I don't mean to flex by saying this, but I have met Dennis Rodman. Um, <laughs> he is, I mean, I'm a very short person, but he is very tall. Yeah. Like very tall. It was, um, he had his uh, platinum blonde hair. Um, like it was just sort of growing out. <laughs> and um, he was here in Australia, in fact, up in Brisbane, um, as part of the wrestling. I remember that yeah 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 they toured during the wrestling anyway met him he was very quiet um but I was (laughs) talking to his opponent that um he wrestled with the night before and I don't know if you're a wrestling fan of such but um he said you know what he's he's pretty strong (laughs) if he catches you you know you know, he, he can actually do some damage. And he did actually complain, this particular wrestler, and said, my knee is going to be feeling this for weeks after this, <laughs> the way he got taken down. So, I mean, look, I haven't seen what um, Dennis Rodman's up to now, but um, he must definitely still be playing basketball part-time on just for the, the leisurely aspect. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, he, I've seen him pop up in a few things. Um, he's still just as special as what he was then for sure <laughs> and did you ever watch any of his films i think he was in like one or two like yeah um, action oh, roles i'm trying to one with john claude van damme i can't remember the name of it right now um but i remember that when that came out because i was so excited i was like oh my god dennis Rodman's in a movie like we have to watch it <laughs> you know probably probably wasn't the best movie but that's okay like <laughs> I, we'll all be googling it right after this i'm sure yeah i can't remember the name of it right now it's really bad that was that's how good it was that's yeah, how good it that's, was yep. yeah sleepless. <laughs> <laughs> um so i mean we're, we're sort of coming to the end uh, of our chat um and thank you again um wanted to ask you um were you ready to uh, take our mojo 10 questionnaire Yes, I think so. <laughs> so. So these are 10 questions that we're asking all of our guests. 
um, basically to get a little bit more about you. Obviously, some things that we haven't necessarily covered in this particular interview, but, you know, gives you a chance to sort of show a bit of your personality too. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Question number one. What is the best drink? Wine. That just that that is will blanket the whole thing. <laughs> is that not red, not white? Just red wine. wine. Definitely red wine. Yeah, I do love red wine. I think that's so Italian of me. Most of these questions will probably spiral from that. <laughs> Any particular flavor type um, red wine? My favorite, I mean it's more for winter, is the Tempranillo, which is actually a Spanish wine. Um oh, yeah. Well, that's my favorite, but there is an Italian wine that I love uh, called Lombrusco, which is almost, it's like a little bit sweet, but not really. Like that's just like the easiest to drink. Um, so yeah, it'd probably be out of those two. Okay. Follow-up question, not part of that, <laughs> not part of the 10, but what dish would the Lombrusco go with the best? Oh, I usually do have that with pasta. But it's probably sweeter. You should be having it more with um, desserts. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I still will actually have that with pasta because it's, it's a bit easy to drink. Those two, pasta and wine is the best, the greatest combination ever. Like, yes. That's would, all you need in I, life. I think that trumps champagne and chocolate. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely does. It does, yeah, for me. I think it depends where you come from, but for me it's pasta and wine all the time. Okay. Right, question number two. Uh, what's one thing you own that you should really throw out? Oh, because I do throw out a lot of stuff. Um, if it's good, it means you're yeah. organizing and editing I regularly. Like, I love to just—I don't even—you know—probably one of the probably one of the um, shirts that I've stolen from one of my ex-boyfriends. Honestly, that's probably something I should be throwing out. But I've got, you know, this, I've got some pretty good T-shirts that I might hold on to. <laughs> Like T-shirts from teen years or T-shirts in the last 10 years? In the last, like, the last 10 years, yeah. I just, I'm like, oh, that's a nice top that looks better on me. But it's mine now. It's technically mine. Well, it sounds like you, you, you're pretty organised, you know, like at least yeah. you're on top of uh, the hoarding, which I know, look, I think many of us have got clothes that we've had in high school. So I think I might need that. I'm just going to hold on to that. Yeah. I did a big cold not long ago. So question number three, have you ever asked someone for their autograph and who? Not in the last, as an adult, no, I've not asked anybody. I never do. I'm very, um, I just, I keep very calm when I meet like famous people. I'm like, okay, I'll just freak out later if I need to. But so, so no selfie, no duo selfie moment even? Yeah, I haven't, like, I haven't really done. I'm very, um, I think I just feel like these people need a break. And then after I regret it, I'm like, no, why couldn't I be that person? You know, <laughs> I've done a couple of meet and greets, though, the last, though, the last few years. Like, I've done, like, you know, Kendrick Lamar, I've met um, photos with him. And uh, what was the last one before that? I've done, I've met, this is really random, but I've met Kiss, the band. The band. Um, so, like, my music tastes are so broad, but um, they were probably, that was, like, closer to me having a little bit of a freak out because I think Gene Simmons is the smartest man alive. 
Like he's one wow. of the most amazing. That's what it is for me. If like, I've read his book, if you just know anything about him, the way that he branded Kiss and mm. um, just everything that he did, like from a business perspective, he's just incredible. So when I met him, I was like, oh my God, like I've just wanted to meet you my whole life. Like this is bucket list. And yeah, I was like, can I take a selfie? And I was just like, that was one of the earliest. And you got, got one it. though? And Sorry. did you get your selfie? Yeah, did you so get your selfie? selfie? Oh, excellent. Like, it was just really funny. They loved me. When they walked in the room, like, he came up to me and danced with me and they, like, made, they got me to sit with them. And during the concert, like, he made everyone get out of the way and come to the front of the line for him. And oh, my goodness. And he was talking to me while performing. Like, it was just crazy. And I thought, wow, like, this experience couldn't have gone any better. Like, this is someone I look up to and he's just, like, being so amazing with me. Um, yeah treating you like a vip wow yeah it was really it was great so that was probably the only time i did that but um, as a kid because like we used to go to the australian open every year right um, and yeah i'd always be out there like with my little book like just looking up like that was when pat rafter <laughs> was playing um when this like i remember still when the williams sisters started and they had their hair was all beads yes um, that's right and i was just in awe of them and i'd just be hanging around and um when i saw rafael nadal i was like oh I need to, you know, I got him to sign my hat. And, but now I'm so calm. Now I don't do anything. I don't even ask. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, you we'll want to try and like make what I do. Like, I think that's because that's the next biggest, that's a really big one for me. So, yeah. Um, I think that's when I'll be like, I have that because, you know, I've grown up just loving him so much. And, you know, I, I always see Kobe and Shaq together. That's my, one of my, you know, favorite duos. So I think that's going to be my right. moment. So we probably have to work out how to share this particular video snippet with yeah. Jack to make sure that the two of you actually meet. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. Okay, so question number four, what's the one thing that you can't live without? My family. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, especially my nieces. They they keep me going. They are honestly my biggest inspiration. They are my biggest motivation. They are practically like my kids. Like they have no idea the effect that they have in my life. Like they know, but they don't truly know just, yeah. you know, how much they save me as well. Like how they keep me going. Like the, and I just see it shines through in them as well with the way that we are with each other. So yeah, I definitely yeah. about my family for sure. So you're the favourite auntie, are you then, Kat? Of course I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they say. So... <laughs> oh that's lovely yeah your family sounds pretty great I've got to say they sound pretty great oh great answer great answer number five what's your favorite action movie oh action I've got a lot for some the one that first popped into my head was Romeo Must Die um really yeah Uh, Jet Li and so many others after that but I think like that was like a uh one that set under the radar a little bit like how good that movie was um it was a great movie yeah this is the one with Aaliyah yeah that's probably because I love her yeah me too so (laughs) that's probably why it popped into my head first um for action yeah there's a lot more but we'll go with that (laughs) okay good good choice Romeo Must Die is a great film actually um even for the soundtrack Yes, that's the best soundtrack. All right. Question number six, favourite smell? Pasta sauce. 
<laughs> How did I know you were going to say that? Basil is my favorite, one of my favorite smells. When I smell basil, onion, and garlic with tomatoes, that is the greatest smell. That smell just reminds me of like home, my family, Italy, my, my favorite food. Like, you know, smell is your biggest trigger. Like, that brings back all your best memories. So, oh, I smell that through the house. I'm so happy. That is the best smell in the world, especially like just even a plant of basil. Yeah. Oh, I could have a bouquet of that at my wedding for sure. You you know that business. You know how you're talking about like sort of um like you know business sort of spinoffs that you might sort of venture down. A candle that smells like that would oh be yeah fantastic. It's actually the best smell. It really should happen. I need to look into it. <laughs> hey, it's worth doing. Um, question number seven: What is your most used app on your phone? Cool. Probably Instagram oh, or notes. I write a lot of notes as well. Like I'm always noting things down. I feel like it's Instagram. It's just that thing that you open automatically by an out of habit. And then I'm like, why, why did I even open it? I don't even know what I'm looking for. Um, yeah. But I like to, yeah, that and what do I use a lot? Facebook just because of the groups that I'm in. Um, yeah, like I just check on a lot of basketball stuff. It goes between that and then like the NBA and KO, like all those sporting apps are constantly open. But that's how I get a lot of my my news now as well. Gotta keep your finger on the pulse or thumb. Yeah, literally check everything. <laughs> Everything's coming out like nonstop. So I'd say that one for sure. Which is sad. It's sad that Instagram is my most used app. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, question number eight you get one song to listen to for the rest of your life what is it there's a song i always hear though funny enough in like um big moments of my life so my mom was telling me when i was born um when she was in the delivery room the song waiting for a start of fall came on it's like an old 80s song um who mm-hmm. right now i cannot even remember who it's by it's in my head though so she she was telling me about how that was the song that came on when i was born all right. Well, question number nine, what's the best advice you've ever received? Ooh. Probably to just keep persisting no matter the circumstances. Um, so that comes from I'm now very big into law of assumption, um, which is, you know, a part of manifesting which and just going like with everything that I've been through like I think it's just good to just remain optimistic about love and circumstances things like that like I just think it really proves that no matter what can be happening in front of you sometimes if you just keep persisting through that everything will get better um yeah so like being told that and like actually finally understanding that as well is probably like the best lesson I've learned like just to have to constantly have that mindset that you already have what you that you want in life it just affects the way you feel um yeah just because of that like I I can get through anything now it's really changed how I look at everything just just changed my life completely yeah wow great advice yeah great advice and sounds like you live it as well I do Um, yeah very much you have your days like you know there's always times and I think that's the thing as well like people think that 
like feeling your emotions or maybe letting them out is a sign of weakness but it's not like it just shows what you're what you're moving on from like what you're growing from so if you let them out like you you know deal with them you understand them and you can see what parts you're trying to fix in yourself and it helps you to move further like one thing I've learned from especially the situations that I came out of where you know I spent a majority of the time hiding what was happening to me or how I was feeling truly like I almost lost my own life because of that so yeah to um now be at a point where I can have a bad day or um see something that might not be in my favor but just know that there's always a better outcome that's like the greatest like persistence just persist 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 like that's the greatest advice I've ever been given for sure yeah yeah and also um allows you to be real um and like true to yourself yeah as well that's great advice all right last question number 10 describe the rest of your life in five words um happy happy successful um family what else trying to narrow it down um trying to like how to say living my best life in just you know one word (laughs) but I definitely like when I think about it's always that happiness consistency um what self-love as well and yeah just family like family same place my family um I think is that more than five probably that's I can't say (laughs) I don't know how to I'm Italian it's a run about five like (laughs) My husband's half Italian and he usually uses a lot of hands to yeah, describe what he's thinking. Yeah, I've been my hands through this conversation because I usually use them so much, but then it makes everything knock around me. So I have to just try and like hold still. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you had um, happy family, I think success. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier perseverance um, or persistence, I think persistence. it was. Yeah. Would you put that in your five? Yes, definitely persistence, always persistence. And um, self-love, I think, was yeah. the other one that you had. Yeah, yeah it's just really important to, you know, just love yourself first and just remember how worthy you are of everything and then through that Absolutely. everything happens. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you've had um, probably what a lot of people, um, I guess, after COVID and everything that sort of happened, um, you know how you just sort of look back and it's like, right, I need to recalibrate, I need to edit, I need to look ahead, where do I want to be, what do I need to cut out that's toxic, what do I need to cut out that is, you know, definitely using up more energy. It sounds like you've gotten to that point, you know. I can yeah. hear it in your voice, certainly some of the things that you described. And also the fact that you've got the sort of rebirth, you know, um, resurrection as such, the... Uh, um, phoenix tattoo that you've got um underway just sort of says a lot about where you are in life which i think is great it's great it is i feel good (laughs) that is good um that's pretty much it from the the 10 questions that we had for mojo we are pretty much coming to the end um of our interview kat was there anything that you wanted to mention in particular or any particular projects that you're working on or something that you wanted us to cover over that um, you wanted us to elaborate on? Um, 
I guess more like I just really do love that, especially with Mojo as well. Um, I love seeing that there is more women, you know, coming forward and doing more in sport and and being like the voice of it and the face of it. Um, so that is something that I would hope to get involved in at some point as well. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, meet more people like that and, and create more projects like that as well. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all I can think of at this point. <laughs> yeah. And, and like just an observation, I think for, um, perhaps the last few years, it's become a little bit, a little bit much more apparent to people that women have been missing from the conversation um you know just not as visible as they have been in sport you know giving giving um them the chance to sort of show that you know they do have the knowledge they do have um the ability to you know shine um do you sort of see that you know I know we talked about what do you see in five years do you think in about five years we're going to start seeing many more women the voices will be there that there won't be any more of those questions about um you know needing to prove your credentials or your athletic background or whatever to to actually be a voice do you do you think so I I hope that those kind of questions do stop I feel like it might take a bit longer to to kind of get over that that battle but I've seen a lot more in especially in the, even the last two years um I've seen some change which is really good um more female head coaches more females presenting on the sidelines um we've got someone like Megan Housewaite who she's doing now a lot more stuff for basketball and um and sports in general she's covering a lot more so she's a journalist in Australia that I like really look up to now because I just love what she's doing for sport and for women in sport like she's a really yeah. good advocate for that um she's like a perfect example of where we could be heading like even just in this country alone um yeah so yeah I do hope to see in the next five years a lot a lot more women you know being presented through like NBA and um even just NBL especially in Australia I feel like we still need to do a little bit more like it is very male dominated um yeah. So, yeah, I feel like the questions will always be there, though. It's just that thing. It's just it's so instilled in everyone. But hopefully by that point, it's going to be less. Yeah, that's right. It just doesn't even get asked. Yeah, that's know. it. That's right. You've already proven yourself before you got there. There's no reason to to ask any more questions. <laughs> All right, Kat. Um, that is pretty much it. Um, was there anything you wanted to promote? Like, um, where can we find you on social? Have you got anything exciting? Are you a TikToker? Not a big TikToker, actually. I probably, yeah, I think I feel like I've missed that boat. Like, I'll try a few different things, but I do some but, stuff. But you're a dancer. I, am but, a dancer, I mean, you have so, a dancing background. So. Yeah, I do. Um, I find those ones a bit easier when I do them with my nieces, but still, there's there's like a new routine every day. There's a new trend. I'm like. I but when I go on TikTok, oh, I I'm sunk into a hole. I just like I'm going through that for an hour at least. It's really bad yeah. trying to open it. Um, but I, yeah, I already I've got I'm got a lot going on, on my Instagram, um, which you can find me through. Very easy to find me through Mojo Sports. But I do try and talk a lot about basketball on my page when I can. Um, and just what's your handle? Oh, it's it's actually a hard one. It's it's my name. It's Cat, but with about six underscores on either side. <laughs> <laughs> right um, but yeah look up cat fans i usually find me but um yeah just 
we know with Mojo Sports, our stuff as well, like we just see more people to be listening, downloading, liking, sharing. It's really, it really means a lot that people share our, our podcast and share our posts as well to get it out there. That's like the biggest thing I want to see at the moment. Um, yeah. Just for all of us. And then we'll go from there. Yeah, nice. Help to grow the uh, audience, you know, yeah. promote the brand. Good on you, Kat. Um, I actually feel like, honestly, this has been an absolute pleasure um, getting to know you and chatting to you. I've really actually enjoyed hearing about you, your family, um, you know, everything that you've experienced, your resilience. You've obviously got a lot of metal, which, you know, absolutely admire, a lot of ticker. And, I mean, such a versatile background, but, I mean, like, I'm excited. I mean, your passion shines through. I mean, it's been a joy for me to actually talk to you. I hope everyone who's listening has also thought the same and they can look forward to hearing more of you um, on the NBA show for Mojo Sports and perhaps even see you more in our future, perhaps on TV screens and TikToks or whatever. Yes, I hope so too. <laughs> um, and um, perhaps, I don't know, if you wanted to, you could even do a little TikTok video to share um the uh, recipe for that uh, signature dish of yours yeah i have to make it and put it up <laughs> i think that'd be great oh i think it'd pr- probably have the most views to be honest <laughs> all right so thanks again kat it's actually been really exciting um and i've really enjoyed chatting to you thank you so much for the time that you've given us today we look forward to hearing more from you on the nba show everyone note that you can catch catch cat on those other shows she shares her insights and observations on basketball so subscribe download and don't forget to hit us up on ig or instagram and twitter with your questions or suggestions of guests that we should bring on the show until then take care keep safe thanks for tuning in to sports best kept secret